Hello and welcome to our second audio commentary exclusively at the Project Umbrella podcast. Now you will thought that after our 4D Executor commentary we were climbing the cannon ladder but you are gravely mistaken. We are back down in the depths as we sit down to enjoy Paul W.S. Anderson's second live action film Resident Evil Apocalypse. We'll give you all the details in a bit, but let's see who's joining me in this monumental audio commentary. We have Stars Tyrant. Hello, everybody. We have Rombie. Hi, everyone. How are you all doing? Uh, we have the Batman. Hi. <laughs> Sounds excited. <laughs> <laughs> we have George Trevor. I'm here under duress. <laughs> and joining us once again, we have Sonny Bauer. Hello, everybody. So, welcome, welcome one and all. Are we all excited? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> excited to suffer together. Let's get the, uh, let's get the, uh, the essentials out of the way. So, we are starting this essentially at 30 seconds, 29, 30 seconds on whatever version you're watching, whether that is Blu-ray, DVD, the American, the uh, UK PAL version, or some digital download. So you should be seeing in front of you the Umbrella logo mixed up a bit with Screen Gems logo. So that's where we're starting, and I'll give you all the AOK to start, and then you can follow our uh, comments as, as the movie goes on. But let's just run around the houses, see what version everybody is watching. I'm watching the resurrected edition of the DVD. Uh, for people not in the know, not only do you get all the special... Oh, sorry, not only do you get the film, you get all the special features, plus a sneak peek at Extinction. <laughs> oh, yes. So that cost me 50 pence, ladies and gentlemen. What an uh, achievement! That was that's cheap. Uh, uh, Sunny, how much? How much? How much is that in in American? That's, I'm not even sure. That's a I got, dollar. I'd, I'd have to look at that. That's yeah, got, pro- probably something like that. That's yeah. dollar prices. So, uh, Stars Tyrant, what version are you watching? I picked up, as most people know, from our um, Resident Evil collection, which was used in the video I put on uh, the internet today. Very good. Features the first four movies picked up for an entire two English pounds. Two English pounds for four, that's good, it's getting better. Uh, Rombie, you have an enormous collection of uh, (laughs) Apocalypse. Which version have you decided to watch? Uh, I'm watching the Blu-ray version, which cost me some total of zero dollars. It was an ex-rental copy, and I got it for free. (laughs) Three three out of my four copies I got for free. (laughs) Delightful. One was given to me. <laughs> one was one was given to me by by, uh, by Sony by Screen Gems, uh, which had the first and second together. And the only copy I ever bought was the deluxe version, which is the same version you've got as Resurrected Edition uh, locally. And I paid. I think I bought it when it was brand new, and it cost me like fifteen dollars or something. Fifteen dollars, uh, Sunny Bow. What version are you watching? I also have the Blu-ray. How much did that set you back? I don't remember, and I don't want to. I think this is an important uh, factor in this in this commentary. And finally, Batman, what version are you watching? Uh, I am watching the UK Blu-ray Complete Collection. <laughs> How much did that cost you? <laughs> <laughs> he had the pain in his voice. Um, that cost me £25. 
to be to be to be, ah. to be fair, he did get six movies for twenty five pounds. We must we must equate that to being about four dollars something or four pounds something per film. Four, it's four pounds. I've lost it's it already. Too much. It's four it's pounds. Four pound twenty a Blu-ray. That's not. That's not bad. That's not bad. That's not that bad. No, still, considering I've just found it on Amazon Prime for free. <laughs> but just, but just the, just the, just the second movie, right? Yeah. Just anyway, anyway. So there we go. There, now you're you all up to speed. Out. Oh, sorry, I did, George. Sorry, George. And what version are you watching, George? Well, I've got the DVD special edition, which is um, French, because <laughs> um, it's got two. It's got. It's got two discs. Well, one, I presume, is the film, and then it's got disc two, which says "Les Supplements." <laughs> but That's interestingly, two, two, interestingly, two <laughs> this is true. It's, it's. I don't know if it's like an apology. It's, it's come with like a little brochure in it, and it says, "Win tickets to see Resident Evil Apocalypse in the cinemas." <laughs> so like, so I can actually, I've got like a, a, a token thing I can present to actually go and see the film free in, at the cinema. It says here. But it came with the copy <laughs> of the movie. Yeah, that's what I don't care. Yeah, it says uh, yeah. It was everywhere on September the tenth, two thousand and four. Brilliant. Sums up everything, really, doesn't it? <laughs> Okay, okay, so, right, so everyone is clear as to what versions we're watching. Uh, everyone is watching the same version in terms of PAL versus NTSC bar me, so um, I'll try and avoid the issues that we had with the first audio commentary, but it should be mu- much smoother. And uh, we will we'll crack on. So uh, everyone is ready at well, that 30, 29, 30 second mark. Uh, we will start on 3, 2, 1, play. So, first things first then, guys. Who went and saw this at the cinema? Oh, me. I did. <laughs> I, did. I did. It was the, the first I and did. last time I was very excited for a Resident Evil. <laughs> I was the first. You, guys, you somehow didn't see the first? That's... My name is Alice. This is interesting. That is the first time she refers to herself by name. Yes. Yes, because you're never never revealed in the in, in the first film at all, except in the end credits. And the other interesting thing is she will not let you forget this fact. Every <laughs> no. other movie. No. <laughs> um, this this is uh, was this released in two thousand and four? Was it directed by Alexander Witt, who has gone on yes. to be quite a prolific second unit director and has worked on um, franchises such as the Marvel Cinematic Universe? He he, he was already a well. I was going to say he was already a well known second unit director, and this is still the only uh, full feature film he's ever directed himself. Hmm. So just a bit of context for everyone. Everyone who listened to the first audio commentary will know that I actually like the first film. It's got a lot of a lot of endearing points. So I came to this film very excited about the Nemesis uh, element, which we're just seeing in front of us now. And yes, I was. Um, I had convinced myself that the first film was part of the main storyline. It fitted seamlessly. At least I said <laughs> I said it did. <laughs> And so I was ready to embrace this film, ready to embrace it as part of the Raccoon City incident. So I was very excited. Let's see how I feel at the end. Yes, I remember when all the way back with the eye. Sorry. (laughs) No, it's okay. I remember when uh, the the rumors were coming out and that they they said that the scenarios would have been split, that Jill and Carlos were going to do their own thing and Alice was going to do her own thing. Welcome to Toronto, everyone. 
I was just about to ask which city is doubling up for Raccoon in this. Uh, Toronto. Toronto gets used for everything. And interestingly, <laughs> the weather the weather map that sh- showed it puts Raccoon City where I think it's like Pennsylvania. I think yes. it is or something like that. Ah, somebody's been reading the S.D. Perry novels. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Oh, look, that's a nice shot. Oh, that's actually a nice shot. That is a nice yeah. shot. So here we are. We're at, at the hive already. Which, the hive. <clears throat> this is, must be a different entrance because you never see this entrance. And in... it's got the Operation Raccoon City door. <laughs> <laughs> or does Operation Raccoon City have the film's door? <laughs> ah, there we go. There we um, go. A T virus thermometer. Very handy. So, um, is John, t- is uh, notice how the T's incorrect. They've got the capital T. It should be a as, as the podcast's, uh, you know, law expert. What do you have to say about you know, the contributions to law in this sequence? Um, <laughs> oh. <laughs> seamless, seamless with the games. <laughs> oh, look, the contamination's off the off the record. Uh oh, oh zombie. Oh, was it no. a dog? That was that was a dog or yeah. I think you see a dog teeth. See, this, this is what annoys me. Look how close that convoy is. Do you, do you know they actually, they, they actually, right. I think someone, I remember reading somewhere or I watched something. I'm pretty sure I heard some description about someone actually had an accident when they were doing that. Surprise. <laughs> I had to break. had to break. And they hit the back of one of the other vehicles. Well, fun I remember. I remember when footage of these of this convoy was released on the internet prior to the film's release. Oh, this is the evac, isn't it? I'm remembering yeah. this now. Yeah. Oh, they I was getting excited. It's all those executives. It's all those level ten. It's all those level ten executives. Ashford. Uh, <gasps> this, this makes sense. This makes sense. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna make my first complaint. I'm really gonna make my first complaint shortly. So I talked Ashford. about. I talked about this previously. Ashford. No, Ashford's the name's fine. So I say this. What what was he thinking? Like the reaction he has in this, it's like he's slow. It's like he talks really. I must get my door. <laughs> what are we doing? You don't understand. Like why are you? You're not just because you're in a wheelchair does not make you like mentally incapable. So so because Jason Isaacs didn't reprise his role as William Birkin, we decided to have uh, Doctor Ashford and his daughter as opposed to Birkin and his daughter in this. Yeah, I, and then I they assume. and. They, yeah, yeah, and then they had a character called Doctor Isaacs. <laughs> right, right. Oh, <laughs> maniac! Ian Glenn's character. Yes, that's Ian Glenn's character. Yeah. Uh, here yeah, comes the RE2 reference. Yep. Boom. Interesting fact: I was, uh, I could have, could have been in this film as an extra. <laughs> How could you have been in this film as an extra? Well, it would have required a bit of a stretch of the imagination, but I was was in Toronto a couple of uh, a couple of months before this was being filmed. Ah. So I, I'll tell you. I'll tell <laughs> that's you basically. I was in the same country that they were filming <laughs> yes. this. <in> the <laughs> I was in the city. Near to the time that they filmed this, yes. Um, I can tell you some of the similar oh. story. Um, I don't. Wait, wait, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Here we go. Good part coming up. <laughs> oh. oh yeah. Oh no, I've met this actress. Uh, she was at London MCM Comic Con, and I, um, I asked if I could ask questions about Resident Evil, and she was horrified. <laughs> <laughs> she was up. She was there to to promote Lucky Man with James Nesbitt, and I sneaked into this room where. 
the press were meant to be interviewing her before we before the press were allowed in. And I walked in, and <laughs> James Nesbitt was there, um, just being an ass. And uh, yeah, I just walked up to her and asked her. Freak her out at all, eh? <laughs> no, well, it was made. It was made. Her, her agent stepped in and made it very clear that I was only allowed to ask questions about Lucky, not Resident Evil. I can't imagine you go sneaking around, George. Um, it is worth saying that if there is one shining beacon of this movie series, it is Sienna. As I, hate this, I hate this scene. Yes. This scene is awful. Yeah, so well, is there any explanation as to why of... why she's wearing those clothes? Yes, yes, there is. Everyone Sorry, this is, this is exactly where I was going with this. Aside from the fact, that obviously, it's the game outfit. Um, they try yeah. and justify it by that weather report that came up earlier, which was saying it's unseasonably warm. Um, <laughs> there's a, there's a, very... heat wave, there's a heat wave in Raccoon heat City, wave. despite the fact that they were shooting in the winter. Yeah, they shot this in winter, which meant it was relatively bad for them shooting outside. Um, sorry to continue on next next tangent. I worked with uh, Rami Martin Ramsour about with a website based on the uh, first movie, and the idea behind it was there there was a competition being run for a prize to win a role in the second movie yeah. as an extra, and we were on the top of that list. Like we were clearly going to win that, and then they just cancelled the competition, so we didn't get really. Anyway. Yep. Oh. So you it were was, ju- close it was just very as easy me. to tamper. Mm, so. Yeah, it was, it, it was about as close as you were. Yeah. Um, it was easy to tamper with the votes, which didn't help, but we were actually, you've got to remember, this was at the height of our website popularity, so it wasn't very hard for us to drum up support. But other people could just go on and, like, you could refresh and tinker with the backing code and, like, give yourself extra bucks. So I think that's why they removed it. Okay. We were introduced there to Thomas Crashman, who is a wonderful actor. Um, and is absolutely awful in this movie. You will, <laughs> you will have to prepare yourself for how bad some of the line delivery is coming up by this guy. That you believe he's actually he's not a qualified actor. Stars emblem the, on uh, the cop car. Stars emblem on the cop car. <laughs> well, this this is all repurposed from the end of the first film. Yes, very true. Um, the. There's another couple other. Um, I was going to say there's a couple other video game movies that um, he's been in as well, Crutchman, and he's just as bad in those two. Unfortunately, <laughs> I'm guessing it's about the paycheck. He doesn't really have to put much effort in. <laughs> <laughs> that tedious already. So I remember. Well, well, we'll get to the part that's coming up now. I remember that there was a time where uh, Claire was going to be in this film, and even a rumor that there was going to be a scene with Leon as well. Claire was cast in this, and it was two different actresses. Gina uh, Phillips cool. from um, from Jeepers Creepers originally, right? Yeah, and they ended up re- rewriting the story and cutting the character out. Right, right. I think I think Leon being in the film was just a rumor. I don't think that that was ever uh, actually a confirmed thing. There was something about him being killed or something, I don't know. It's on the newspaper article, yeah, he was Jill's partner, and he was Yeah, Yeah, that was was always kind of just an Easter egg, though. I think they actually said that there was supposed to be, like, a scene with him, like, going up or or down an elevator shaft at some point. I don't remember. It was something on the internet. I hate um, slow motion that uses motion blur, you know, where they actually lower the frame rate. It just looks shit. 
better. It can, yeah, use, it can be used well if you're foot. doing it for like certain style sequences, but just for like a chase sequence like this, it's just just rubbish. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. I think it's. Uh, I I want to say it was a choice stylistically to try and tie it to the first film because the first film used them yeah. a lot too. If you, so I've, I've just seen Carlos. Are we at the same? Spot? Well, not even that. I was yeah. thinking yeah. of the, there he is. Yeah. Yep. Oh, dead fair because of his popularity with the mummy, probably. Oh yes, but not Juice Bigelow, male gigolos. <laughs> doesn't doesn't Nicolai know. have a completely different surname in this? He's a no, good guy. He, no, he's a good guy, but he's got Gen- Genovev, so to speak. He's, doesn't he? Uh, oh, he still has the same. Yeah, uh, it was. He was tagged in IMDb with the movie upcoming as like Sokolov or something. But it is Genovev. That's what I'll be thinking of then, Uncle. Yeah. Look at these sequences. Just <laughs> yeah, that's ridiculous too. This this is like the worst person to bother rescuing. She's already been burnt like three or four times. Yes. It's not, it's not a surprise when she like throws herself off the roof. Just like playing the game. <laughs> <laughs> Just like playing Operation Raccoon City. I think we're giving Operation Raccoon City too much credit. <laughs> oh, she has been. That's no, not. She, yeah, she knows this. But she may. They, they may have a cure. She never know. <laughs> I like that zoom down just to there you go, just to make sure that uh, you're yeah. satisfied she's dead. I will zoom in. So instead of Mikhail, we have Yuri on this in this uh, trio here. Payton, that's right. Payton, yes. Yeah. He's been in loads of video game films. He was in Doom, wasn't he? <laughs> Yeah. Oh, was he? He oh, was actually he... also in in the Resident Evil Five inspired Black Hawk Down. Oh. Did he? Well, there we go. Oh, quick turn. Oh, seal seal the gate. I the the thing I remember about oh they have the I'm gonna say this. Been a lot of effort designing the designing the um, makeup effects for the eyes and stuff. They they have actually kept it. There's a deleted scene here where they actually fire on the crowd. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Uh, That's what I was going to say earlier, but I said we'd get to that later. Yeah, good call on that. So, are are we seeing a bit of a continuity error already? That chap seemingly turned relatively quickly, and Peyton's been bit, and he's not. I think the guy was dying. Was he die? Was he right? He was okay. Fine. Yeah, I'll let him off. They, I'll let the, him off. The, the, the the virus seems to be partly transfused by bites, but also airborne slightly, like it was in the original. It's a bit confusing. So Peyton has taken the role of Brad Vickers in this film. He gets bit by a zombie first, and then he gets killed by the nemesis. Oh, yeah. Spoilers! Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do that for later films because a couple of these guys haven't seen some later films. Stars seem to be just like a, a regular unit of the police. There's absolutely loads of stars members, isn't there? There is. Do you know? I, what? Ju- I, I will just... give this some. I will give this some credit. Actually, this sequence isn't too bad atmospherically. I think you could actually tell quite an interesting story um, with people trying to evac the city, and it just becomes a panic. Yeah. Now, what's interesting is now this has become such 
commonplace like we have like the city mentality of zombies and films and stuff but you gotta remember when this came out that what hadn't really come back into the forefront really the few zombie films that we've had have been very isolated this was really the first film in quite a long time that had any mass scale to a zombie mm. thing now it's was this the same year as the dawn of the dead remake yes uh, 2004 yeah. came yeah. out a few months later yeah but even then, that still isolates itself a lot, to obviously, to the shopping mall. Um, oh, more slow-mo. Interesting to note that the uh, stars have seemingly replaced the police force. Yeah. If you will. Yeah, And also, the production just, design just looks is really good, too. The, the camera stuff's terrible, but the production design's really good. Which is a shame. It's like yeah. that walled that walled access is pretty oh. impressive. Oh, a lot of this is like, from Resident Evil Three, isn't it? There we go, shot for shot, Resident Evil yeah. Three. Yeah, yeah. Yep, this quite... is the Resident Evil Three sequence. Oh, I think yes. they made quite a good effort with it. To be fair. Yeah, is, it was, is this actually... was actually pretty entertaining. Right, with the guys climbing down from ropes from a helicopter, we can't see. So, yeah, that's yeah, also Resident Evil Three, but zombies and. It does. It does have to be said. Like the cinematography is not bad here. The actual well, like, look of the streets it is, is atmospheric and well lit, and it actually looks semi-professional. Well, yeah. it's because it is. Like I, as I said, you know, Wit is a very well-renowned second unit, and second unit generally in films, if you don't know, deals with a lot of the action and mm. non-actor content. So they tend to have a really good eye for action, for wide scope, for scenes, and you know. But even this, the lighting's impressive. You, you compare this to even modern films that just have a lot of flat lighting. There's a lot of interesting light sources and stuff provided. Uh, I just look at Thomas Crashman and he just looks uh, in pain delivering this dialogue. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's still, like he's I'm not leaving without room. my daughter. <laughs> <laughs> but the, both of these people don't look like they've signed up for this just to have you know a bit of a good time, you know, a bit of a laugh. They actually genuinely like. They look like they're stood there going, why is my agent not Sorry. No, I'm just, I'm just going to laugh at that. I, you do what you're going to do. I'm staying. <laughs> Read off, off a box, you know, like, jeez. Yeah, they're both exactly the same. Yeah, Harris is actually a good actor as well. I've seen him in a lot of things. And Yeah, oh yeah. Isn't he doing Chernobyl at the minute? Oh, that's yeah. awesome. You want to watch that? That's really good. Hmm. I heard... I heard it's really good. Gonna gonna watch that soon. What um Ashford is he is he called then? Uh, Charles. 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 A, a new Ashford. <laughs> What's his daughter called? Angela. 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 <laughs> <laughs> so you got Charles and Angela instead instead of like you know Alexander and Alexia. <laughs> the thing the thing is you knew I could, I could just vision visualize Paul Anderson when he's typing. Grip, like literally thumping the desk in, and like how proud he is that I've got a, I've got a, I've got a reference in there, and the fans will love me for this. Yes. Not realizing that we this is not what people wanted. That Sean, Sean, this is Sean. This is what you're worried oh. about. Just wait until the church scene. <laughs> oh, and I've, yeah. I've seen this before. Yeah. Sorry, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna interrupt another another CG map. One of uh, yes. One of N. <laughs> lazy cruxes in filmmaking is to to uh, design a sequence around a. Around a CG map, so, so this is how <laughs> what, we what get I love from about, our, what I love about the last commentary. 
I'll, just, I'll, not, I'll not derail this one too much. Is, is the fact that like some, a lot of us are quite emotional about how angry this makes us. Rob just dryly takes it apart piece <laughs> by piece until there's nothing left. <laughs> that's well, that's here, how here. I express my. <laughs> Look, guys, it's, it's Kendo's gun shop, but not really. Continuity area. She's got her jeans on when she goes in the shop. The shock, Jesus. <laughs> She's got jeans on. Why are there so many guns in this place? This place oh. should be ransacked, man. Qu quite right. How much have you studied this movie, John? <laughs> I just I remember <laughs> seeing that the first time and thinking that's just. <laughs> did you guys ever um? Did you guys ever hear the yeah. rumor back then that Jack no Noseworthy was going to be Brad Vickers' film? Yeah. Yeah. Yep, that would have been a perfect casting, but it did not come to pass. No. Is he, is he the chap who gets spaced in Event Horizon? Uh, I think so. The only thing I really remember him from, like, from memory back then was Undercover Brother. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to my nitpick thing. So basically, the end of the last film, Anderson wrote himself into a corner by basically having her injected with the T virus as a sample. So now he has to try and figure out what exactly this is going to do on her that isn't going to turn her into a giant mutant. Yes. Anyway, what, so we're so he church. played Code Veronica and and he brought the Ashfords in and then he gave her Wesker's powers. Basically. Right, ladies, yes. ladies and gents, we're now at the church, which is arguably the, the first big set piece of the film. Yeah. It's, it's the clock tower from Resident Evil 3. Some right, of the best fake bullet time ever coming up. They they cut a part out yeah. here, which I think was in the trailer, where one of the gargoyles at the top was actually a liquor. Uh, I think... That would have been oh, yeah, too. I remember that, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, if, if everyone's remembering the name of the of the journalist. Is, is it... I'm not Terry, is it? Terry. 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 Oh, it's Dario Rosso. <laughs> um, am I remembering thinking that? Is there like a German version of this that's actually extended? I I think so. It's probably just I think it was only released in somewhere like Germany or something. And it just all it did was restore the deleted scenes. I believe so. I believe there's an extended cut somewhere. Because I I think yeah, I think it's the only one that ever ever did get. I'll, I'll check it out. While we're, while we're Why? Up. Why are they making Jill smoke? <laughs> that is a pretty. <laughs> to be fair, that is a pretty awesome way to. Find it. I mean, it is, but still. <laughs> <laughs> does she look like Jill though? She does. Do she at least looks like she, she looks like Resident Evil Three Jill. Which I is what you wanted. I think she's good. she looks pretty good. She, she looks good as Jill in both iterations. She comes back with blonde hair. Yeah. She, uh, blonde hair she I didn't, when she came back in, whatever it was, I didn't even realise it was the same actress. She looks so... Yeah. Um, anyway. This is the this is one of the best sequences in the whole film. <laughs> I would actually, yeah, I'd say it is the best. <laughs> Hello? Jill walking, Jill walking alone <laughs> inside the church is one of the best sequences in the whole film. It actually looks have, like Resident Evil have, 3. We'll just have two two hours of this, then we'll just have her walking around and liquors like scurrying past some zombies yeah. moaning. <laughs> this is also really cool. I like this idea. Yeah. With the, the this just... this shows some semblance of an idea of someone wanting to deal with it in a hum an attempted humanely concept where they trying to treat them like a person and, and in a religious them. concept to it. And feeding, yeah. well, the religious concept too. It's about like there's a demon in them, and they're trying to 
exercise the demon. Yeah, I suppose that's a really cool yeah. idea. <clears throat> oh. yes, uh, just, to, just to clarify, Germany did get an extended version. Thank you, Sean. I'll be ke keen to import that. Oh, I should get it and then have a fifth copy of Because <laughs> <laughs> I really need another one. No, that was a mistake. Oh. Yeah. We've just heard. Can you actually name the, these, these actors, guys? Because I hardly recognise anyone new. Cannon fodder, one, two, three. I I only know them from things, but I I mean, aside from Gilroy, I, and that's basically that that, ladies and gentlemen, holds in the horde of zombies. Um, wooden cross. I'm, I'm against a... vampires and zombies. Is that where you're at yes. with the wooden cross already? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm I'm well ahead then. So up. You're going faster. How's that? Working? Um, we're about to get the. Church window moment. Oh, tell me when yes. you're in infrared mode. Oh, the, the blind lickers have suddenly got predator vision. Yeah, t t <laughs> yes. t tell me, tell me when we're at predator vision, and I'll. Uh... I was pl uh, talking of which. I was pleased that they they brought back proper lickers and not the stupid mutant liquor from the first film. All right, here um, we are. Look, yeah, this is a red vision. Very first red vision. Cool. A, a reference to the uh, the Magnum in the game. Not sure if it's the same model, but it looks like it. Oh. Why don't they just go the whole hog and have the liquors go? There's a tiger. There's more noise out of the one in the first in the first movie. To be fair. Oh, and yeah, there's a close-up shot. She she really did do a great job with gel. She really tried. Uh, you could you could tell she really gave it her all. She mimicked the walk by putting the yeah. Gun that's yeah. a great shot. That's yeah, the she perfect. The walk. She, she does like the um, she, when she when she gets exhausted later on, she does the whole uh, caution hand on hip kind of mm. slightly injured look as well. I remember she, that interview back in the day. She said she talks that. about it. yeah. She talks about it as well. It's great. So, someone equated equated this to me about like um. Uh, uh, like once Alice arrives, it turns into uh, Alice is basically Poochie. Oh, as soon as Alice arrives, everybody else is useless. Yeah, so that whenever whenever she's not around, they're always like wondering. Yeah, <laughs> where, where is I do Poochie? Remember, where is Alice? Remember being sat in the cinema watching this and thinking, do you know what? This isn't actually terrible. And then <laughs> she comes flying in the window on that fucking bike, and the music starts. <laughs> You know yeah. it's coming. It's a good jump scare. That was it, good. It's it's like why didn't he just keep going with this and then just have Alice do something else? Yeah. Do you know I, why? I have to say, you know, like, do you know this, this is this, this is because, be, be, because they got married. No, no. <laughs> well, I was gonna, right. well, that part. But also, I was going to say because he wrote because he wrote it. So because Anderson wrote it. I mean, Wit yeah. could have made changes to it, but at the end of the day, it was his it was Anderson's I script. Could, I could watch a Resident Evil movie of this kind of pace. And you know, actually taking its time. Absolutely. And it only gets worse as the films go on. <laughs> Everything gets faster and faster and faster. 
Yeah, until that last one where the cuts come at about a million miles an hour. Uh, and you know what, in some of these shots, the liquor CGI doesn't look too bad. No, it's in darkness pretty well. Heading in the yeah. dark, yeah, exactly. Which is a big difference from the first movie where they tried to put it in the light too much. Yeah. This, well, this, this is, works quite well. This like had a budget of budget of fifty million as opposed to the thirty million dollars that the first film had, I think. Yeah, the first one was quite cheap for 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 what they were it was quite, for its ambitions. It was quite cheap. Hold on to your butts. She says we're gonna need more ammo, I'm out, but she's got a second gun in her holster. This is literally just a complete tonal shift at the moment though. Alice turns up, isn't it? Everybody, this is where the movie <laughs> takes, a, takes a turn. Because brain isn't uh, actually exposed, uh, is it? Light. It's kind of just covered. It's it's invisible, but it's kind of covered. Yeah. Yeah. Why? Why would and you? I mean, you, you you have to question why. Why? Why? Why did she come? Why? Why did she even come in? <laughs> what? Did she like try the door first and goes, "Oh no, they blocked it." So <laughs> what did she? Do? But, what did we, but wait, what, what did she, she jump? jump it? Yeah. yeah, what did she use to jump? I've always thought this as well. And then this, she know anyone was in there. Yeah, goes up in the air, and here's the bullet time uh, with the umbrella logos. I guess, I guess Anderson played re Zero too. Lots of bullet, bullet time. time. The bullet time moments in Zero and uh, Dead Aim are way better. Okay, that, that, yeah. that bit with the flame with her being back, well, that is a good shot though. I will give it that. If you're going to have your main character hero be um, surrounded by a silhouette or something, a big fiery flame ball is pretty awesome. Isn't this classic horror movie sequel though, isn't it? It's um, <laughs> you've, got the, you've got the the big bad from the first film um, you know, he was a proper hard to kill. We must up up the ante, so we'll see. Have the good guy just absolutely well, wipe, wipe the floor of the original villain. Well, you've already changed it too, in the sense that you've put two of them in there too, just to to add that as well. Oh, Jill asks a great question: Who the fuck are you? Zombie prozies. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, I, I hate this character. GTA hate this motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, endpoints. <laughs> Uh, zombie prostitutes. It's uh... just to justify that rating. Yeah, <laughs> and he's so. It's just a uh, walking cliche. This character. It's just horrible. Do, this do you know this was, originally was supposed to be Snoop Dogg? I was going to say. There you yeah. go. <laughs> Snoop Dogg. And he dropped out. And he dropped out. He made a good choice. Yeah, I think so too. Chris Epps could have made the same decision, but he chose not. I like this. This isn't bad. Again, really well lit. Like that back silhouette with the light and the smoke was really cool. Nice knife throw. It was a good yeah. this, this is actually a decent night shoot as well, isn't it? Yeah. This is a good idea. And you, you know, Toronto is actually doubling up pretty well for Raccoon here. Mm. This is very umbrella. Yeah. Uh, more Resident Evil three shots. Raccoon City, Raccoon City. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> more Resident Evil three shots. Looking good. Well, to be honest, this is more traditional Raccoon than the um, sort of Metropolis that is depicted in the RE two remake. Yep. That is true. Yeah. Is Toronto a smaller city? I thought it was a bigger commercial city. It's. I just mean in terms of like what we're seeing in these sequences. the way they're framing. Oh, these sequences. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. 
they're making it look like the scale of a uh, moderate yes. midwestern city. The real enemy of the film's CCTV. Still the real. <laughs> they don't use CGI for the zombies like the first film did, which is why they look up better. Mm. True. And also, they're a lot more in the dark, which helps too. Still a noticeable lack of gore, though, isn't there? There's hardly any blood at all, really. I think, I yeah. think you're ahead of us again, Nick, because we just got up to the CCTV. Okay. I'm just enjoying the uh, the Resident Evil 3 frame into the RPD uh, yeah, the gore, helmet. The gore really... oh, 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 yes, I forgot they replicated yeah. this shot. Yeah. They did. That is a good they shot. Did. It's a good shot. They, put, they, they made it more in your face, though, coming up yeah. right here. But that's that's a really good piece of CG because the character wouldn't be there because it would be with the cameras. So that good reflection. Like for, Ano- for another time, RE3 so. reference here, the mm. graveyard. Is it? I remember re- reading, yeah, the graveyard near the in the later part of the game, and you have to walk through the graveyard, and the zombies dig out of the graves. Yep. I don't, this this movie is is <laughs> for, the, for the most part it's a good looking film at the minute. It's I don't remember the, the graveyard. I don't remember the graveyard in Resident Evil Three when. Before oh, the, really the graveyard, it's right after the, the chat. Yeah. Uh, when you're going to the hospital, Nick, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Remembers Paul Anderson movies magnificently well. I just thought that was part of the park. I didn't think it was actual graveyard. If it comes to that, I'll take care of it myself. Zombies, zombies come out of the graves. Um, interestingly, that this doesn't make a lot of sense with zombies coming out as we debated even with Code Veronica because it depends on the type of virus and why it's reanimating very old corpses. But apparently, the idea is that uh, for this, they were trying to say that the virus has started to leak out of the hive from under. Over a oh. period of time, well, even before the actual outbreak, that, that's a stretch and a half. That isn't it? It is. It is a very much a stretch. But I do remember reading that at the time it was asked. There we go. And there we go. Complete RE three reference right there. Zombies coming out of the ground. Well, that's really more of a Night of the Living Dead kind of deal in general. Well, really, isn't it? I mean, a direct tie to the game. Yeah, Uh-oh. that's a lot of this movie. To be fair. It does look a bit like Michael Jackson's Thriller, though, doesn't it? It does. Yeah, I was thinking. <laughs> was and now thinking we get where the artificial fog was sort of rolling over the graveyard earlier. And now we get the uh, shaky cam sh- quick cuts of mm. the action sequences. And the oh god, don't do that blurry. Motion. Darkness falls across. I hate, the land. I hate melee fighting zombies. I was heartbroken when they started putting melee moves in the series. Uh, it diminishes any threat, doesn't it? Yeah. Yep. Neck, Nick, more neck, neck, neck break, fine, but you know, punching kick. the zombies is and that backwards kick that was just silly. Because you've got to think practically. Practically, if you were to actually punch a zombie, there's a you know a good chance that you've got an open, even if it's a tiny open flesh wound on your knuckle. You get infected. You get yeah. infected. It's absolutely ridiculous. And then, and That's they're not going to recoil or feel pain like hit, you know hitting a person would do. No. I've got plasma screens in Raccoon City. It's another Operation Raccoon City reference. <laughs> 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 it's interesting that we. we oh, this is like literally five. There he comes. There we go. Fucking hell! This is so bad. <laughs> he yeah, actually, he the actually didn't they look. give him a mini gun. Yeah. I mean, right? Because 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 they didn't give him the tentacles. That's right. why they gave him the rock. That's why they gave him both. They, because <laughs> and they and the then in the next film, 
They they give the tyrant the tentacles <laughs> because they couldn't get the tentacles. For, they I'm, tried doing the tentacles for this I, in, in a CG test, and they couldn't get it looking right. I so do give them credit them for, for attempting to make the nemesis practical for the most part. Yeah, it is an actual seven foot suit. This isn't yeah. it's a practical suit. Yeah, it looks, look, look, a bit it's Sergey. Sergey's flying away. Is that is that a throwback to the original? No, don't go. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I like it. If it, I'll, I'll kudos points for that. No, 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 That is a good shot. Uh, it is. It is on the top of that crit. On the <laughs> what you are, yeah, what you are watching, ladies and gentlemen, is a sneak preview of Remake Three. <laughs> oh, oh no, 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 no! Don't forget as well the Wolfpack are on route with their, um, you know, reprogramming kit for the Nemesis. <laughs> <laughs> and and Vector just uh he just camouflaged himself so you can't yeah. see him. <laughs> what's what's the redhead guy's name? Uh, the actual name? Uh, uh something Ward. He's in he's in he's in Uwe Ball postal movie. I know that God. much. God, he his call has gone well. That. Yeah, that was hugely tasteful postal movie. I still haven't seen it. Has anyone seen it? <laughs> no. Apparently, it's one of one of Bob's better ones. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently. Apparently, he, he'd have loved to have made a Resident Evil movie, wouldn't he? Oh, he, if he'd gotten the hands over it. We, well, we basically did a in House of the Dead. Really, yeah. it would have been a, it would have been zombies on an island. Which is literally what the first movie would have been. It would have been Zombies on Island. Uh, Zach Ward. We would have got his name. Was there, Zach Ward. There is a, uh, oh, Zach Ward. Yeah. There's a deleted scene where the ne- where you actually uh, you don't see the nemesis really on screen, but you hear the footsteps, and he comes over to the weapons crates and he, oh. he gets the weapons. There's a nemesis kicking up sequence. Yes. Oh. <laughs> nemesis tooling up. Yeah, I could watch definitely watch that. Uh... Oh dear. Did Carlos get bitten there then? Did I miss that? I think he got hit on the arm. And here comes Forrest Speyer. <laughs> now this is this is the worst part of the film, boy. Forrest Speyer right here, everybody. Is that is that okay? Is it did they name him that? No, 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 they didn't name him that. You're just saying that because he's got a hat and he's, got... <laughs> he's well, like Forrest. He's like Southern he's like Southern and the sniper. Sessions. <laughs> with his with his CD CD Walkman Discman thing how doesn't date it doesn't yeah, Linda Nash be play a character very similar to this distinction uh yeah yes, yes. yes Linda Nashby back in the day might have been a good Wesker although I don't know if his voice would have been deep enough for it it's better to be Wesker, isn't it? That old guy, the star's captain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes Robot. Barry. I'm at Robot uh, Nemesis now. Hey, Robot Nemesis is so bad. Th- th- now, this, this was a good sequence up until <laughs> Nemesis fires a shot. Because see, seeing him walk and basically be unaffected by all the bullet fire was actually pretty cool. Well, you fig- you're forgetting about the ro- this, the Robo targeting display. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate, uh, yeah. I hate all this. Operation um, Raccoon I, City, everybody. Remake three, probably. They um, used um, CGI to increase the size of some some scenes. I think that's, so. Yeah, 
the the suit's like seven over seven foot tall by itself. Yeah. By the way, if you notice, the second time they showed uh, Nemesis' point of view, if he didn't fire a shot, he wouldn't have been noticed on the roof there. That is true. Uh, yeah. That's where you get being an idiot. What a way to, you know, the, the stars in the series are a beloved sort of concept, and the, this movie just oh ruins my. it. Yeah. He got it wrong. <laughs> he called him Special Tactics and Rescue Squad. Yeah. Yes, he did. St. Perry, everybody. She, she did what, it too. Is it? Let's see what they're made of. Wasn't. And of course, this this type of thing was semi-replicated in the Umbrella uh, Umbrella Chronicles novelization. I really do like like this the way he's getting shot and growling and just being unaffected. Though, I do he's like. He's not that. being he's not being unaffected because there's a, if you notice on the computer display, there's an operational functionality ticker and it's going down every time he's getting shot. Well, not unaffected, but you know, I mean, very little. Going back up though, he's healing himself. Yeah. And this is a continuity here. <laughs> <laughs> well, which is possible. Biggest holding... continuity error in the film. <laughs> is he holding the gold luger the gold lugers from No, they're desert eagles, aren't they? Oh they are they're eagles. They're gold plated. Shit is custom. I didn't did he not kill him because he's not a threat? Yes. He's not yes. a stars he's not a star member. He is not a target. In some shots it looks alright. In so, some yeah. shots it just looks dreadful. They need to keep it in the shadows a bit more. Yeah. Uh, we, d we did talk over the part where he said stars. It's, like yeah, it's the more robotic version of stars, isn't it? No, not in this. In this one is just more of like a like a watery gro like groan, oh, like through. My sound is not up very high. And it's better than in some games, future games. Yeah, Umbrella Chronicles. <laughs> now uh, this is all filmed. Oh no, we're not. I don't think we're quite there yet. Oh yeah, Come survivor reference. The phone ringing. It is. Yeah. Alice! Everybody, everybody follow the Alice. <laughs> <laughs> this is your mother calling! Everybody follow the Alice. You are a murderer, Alice. Murderer. <laughs> murderer, this franchise. <laughs> Wait, I'm Alice? Oh, it's a similar story, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. Now we're on a RE3 -R tram here. Sorry, <laughs> three yes. bus. You're you're too far ahead, Nick. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Here it is. I, I will say, how far are we? Forty minutes in, I'm having a way better time with this than the first movie. <laughs> cool. It's so it's so bad, it's good, sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah, I, I think I'm just appreciating like you know the effort that's gone into the, the street scenes and and the lighting, you know, the production sort of design. Sort of yeah. Appreciate from a sort of cinematography point of view. Yeah. Plus, we got Sienna as well. Yeah, it it does not look a terrible movie. In all honesty, 
And the CGI hasn't been bad up to now either, and the makeup's not been bad. No, they could have made. I think they possibly should have spent a bit more on the Nemesis, as you said, in some shots. Uh, the close-ups are like of his stomach. It's like, oh, this is a the the kind of leather outfit of Nemesis. It's spot on, but then when you see his face, it's, it doesn't look real enough. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't look big enough or intimidating enough. But so I said, some shots look quite good. They could have tried to do it a bit more alien-like, then keep it a bit more mystery about it. Alice, Alice knows way too much about everything that's going on. Alice is just amazing at everything. She just knows everything. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's, she's like Mrs. exposition all the way through. Yeah, she really is. Like, nope. does she know this is part of her cover for the mansion, or is it because Ashford told her? Or no, it's because Paul W. S. Anderson wrote it on a piece of paper. <laughs> Here's <laughs> another digital map for you. Yeah. Play, look, at that, look at that reference. <laughs> the mix is about to, to get, turn up, everyone. I'm, sorry, I'm just gonna just gonna say this way. Just to get oh. us to the overpass, so literally go from the tram scene to the overpass because it's the same characters. Instead of being able to establish another cutaway or have a character say we we should get moving to the overpass, which would have just negated having that cutscene we have to have the cutscene it's so ridiculous and nobody yeah. is controlling that cutscene like yeah. every other time we'd seen the map it made sense when Ashford was controlling the computer so that we could see oh, what he was looking wait, at hold on hold on Rob by the way this is the second time that the film takes a bad turn where finally we get him to target Jill and now it just becomes Mortal Kombat with Alice and Nemesis that's true while I just stand there. <laughs> Why does it establish she's a moderate threat just because she turned and looked? <laughs> no, it's That's because she's weird. Alice, Rob. It's just it, it's because she's Alice. And then she does that weird jump over the yep. thing. That would have broken her back. No, it's because she it's because she's got superhuman powers like Wesker. Oh yeah, I forgot. That's why she, she hits she, the wall like that and gets straight back up. When she jumps off of that crate in the behind the scenes, she actually takes a nasty fall in one of the takes. Oh, explosions. I feel like someone's lighting up some sort of herbal re remedy just then. Yeah, fast this film. Into the press office. Oh yeah, big explosion. I remember. I remember people thought it was the, stars, again, the RPD because uh, it's got the same walls. Oh yeah. If you, if you look at the hallways in this uh, in this building, it's got like the white top and then the green bottom or yellow or whatever. That's just like the oh, RPD. Yeah. That's oh, yeah. different though. Yeah. Garbage disposal. God. <laughs> <laughs> of all the things so, that foiled her, a mesh fence. Yeah. Mangled her hand. And then she manages to avoid the explosion by tipping over the <laughs> lead lined bottomed cart or something. Yeah. Well, it follows the physics of the Indiana Jones refrigerator. 
We do not talk about the Indiana Jones refrigerator. We do not talk about the fourth Indiana Jones film. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot they that was one of our rules. Indiana Jones film. They finished at three, and that was all they want. Nick Nick went to four. <laughs> he just dreamed it. Hey? He just Did wanted it, it so bad. Ugh. What? How is this going to hurt so? Look at how? this. It's a Blade Runner red it, homage. This is come on. Oh. Why is this a moment? If she gets punched in the face by the nemesis, it'll hurt less. Why? They just to show she's slightly vulnerable, I guess. I, guess. <laughs> I don't know. Makes no sense to me. I guess so. What's really disappointing is like Sienna's Jill was was quite heavily featured in the first sort of twenty minutes, and yet in the last hour, all she's done is hot wire this car. <laughs> right. <laughs> Don't she, worry, she, Sean. She, 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 she punched a couple of zombies. She punched a couple of zombies. Almost written out of the movie. Alice turns up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Alice ends up doing everything that Jill should be doing. And if worse. the story were to. Like, right. She's doing if, worse. Right. If the story were to naturally better. progress, then, then Jill would be doing everything that Alice comes and takes care of. At least Alice didn't turn up and kill him because that would have been much worse too. <laughs> yes, it would have. <laughs> I wanted to go back to that GTA reference that was in there. I was thinking we were talking about this in the first movie that the actors would start talking about Grand Theft Auto in the commentary and they got told off for not mentioning it. So I thought it was quite funny that in the end they end up putting a reference to it in the second movie. Uh-huh. But funnily enough, as I as I pointed out, the games were actually the earlier PS2 era GTA's were actually published by Capcom in Japan. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, that's interesting. Now we've terrible just been line. expanded. Terrible. <laughs> that is a terrible. So is that movie continuity right there? Uh, the the wound just won't stop bleeding, so that he bleeds out and dies and then reanimates. Is that only a movie uh, lore for the virus? I don't know if it's about the I don't know if it's about the virus or more hack that he actually received. So the bite was like this awkward bite that just wouldn't stop bleeding. Yeah, I, I always took it as like it's the T virus. It'll just force the, the blood to just keep like you know pumping out. Like it'll it'll kill you and then reanimate you. I don't know. Remember, this is the T virus. It turns into Plagueis. So it, it turns into everything in, in, this, in this film franchise. Yeah, here we go. Here we go again. Trying to get us to the to the location but at least again at least Ashford's it's actually in control of it so it makes sense these digital maps are Rob's biggest bugbear <laughs> they really are it's just lazy filmmaking eh? it's just so lazy oh the dogs uh, dog, uh, yeah. we got a we got a canine unit problem here I do remember the dogs were a lot look at do, do they look a lot better in this I think well they couldn't have looked a lot yeah. worse from the first film it was just like yeah, a Doberman with fit. a blanket over it yeah, to be fair, uh-huh. like it is still the same in this. It's still uh, makeup effects over act dogs. It's not too much. There's a bit of CG splatter yeah. and stuff added, um, but they do look better. I think again, that's the lighting darkness. Mm. Oh, Jill, Jill gets another great scene here, doesn't she? With a flashlight, I seem to remember. No, that's still that's a deleted scene. Is it? Oh. Yeah, she says she's going to check the basement, and then the deleted scene is they actually show a fantastic shot of her investigating. Like, I don't know if it's like just like a boiler room or something like that or a hallway to a boiler room but it's all like water dripping silhouette the flashlight this this shot right here 
Yeah, they could, they cut it. Oh, it's just a lot so longer. She looks like yeah. an ace in that silhouette. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, there was more to it, but they cut it. Hmm. This is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Why have they split up? Because it's a horror movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, it's a horror film and cover more ground in a lot quicker time. If one person takes the basement, one person searches the ground floor, and one person goes upstairs. Ghostbusters well, had it best, didn't they? Uh, we should split up. Yep, yeah, we can do more damage that way. <laughs> yeah. yeah, moving all together in a group and There's like a skeleton from Code Veronica. <laughs> All he needs to do is put a, you know, a, a, Eyeball. a glass die in it and it'll lock us through. Oh, by the way, why, why did they spell why did they spell aloe vera in this film and take out the second eye? I think to remove ethnic connotation because that's a different uh, spelling change. Uh, uh, okay. okay. background is different. No. Out of interest, is um, he's called Mycaps, isn't he? Is he related to Omar? I have no idea. Christian, if you might have to look that up, I will, I I'm not sure. I think I'm the journalist sure. was the most annoying character in this, and um, I was pleased because this is something that's never been in the games. It came very, very close in remake two. Very so, true. Very close. But zombie children. Mahara desires to arise. It is a Mahara desire. It's not the only time children, zombie children, feature in franchise in the film franchise. Though. Notice they're not heavily done up, though. Are they? they haven't made them. Yeah. Nah, nah, just a little bit of light makeup. But they yeah. do get to bite and eat her on cam. I honestly still can't take uh, was it out of, out of fear seriously in this movie because of Bloody Juice Bigelow and the Mummy too. <laughs> and the Mummy, too, yeah. but. <laughs> But, my, but more juice bigger because I just keep thinking of the, the line with him saying you know uh, women pay me to give them pleasure uh, <laughs> there was an actor the I'm not sure if you guys saw the movie Basic uh, with John Travolta and Samuel L. Jackson yes yeah, so did you see that film there's an actor in that uh, by the name of Christian De La Fuente and he would have probably been a good pick for Carlos <laughs> Now this is the Red Queen, really, isn't it? No, that's... Uh, no, because that got retconned. Yeah, <laughs> at this uh... at this point, yeah. So at this point, at this point, it is, and then that later changed. But we won't talk about that now because some of the people haven't seen this yet. <laughs> if you got up to at least film five, it's still been retconned. <laughs> <laughs> eh, kind of. It's officially retconned in, in the right. last film. Right. So now Jill is now taking on Claire's role. Yes, because Claire's not in this as we talked about, been written out. And here here again is like another good enough a good sequence, a good part of the film. Taking his time. It looks like the press room in the RPD. It does look like the press room. Well you know they yeah. Yeah, operations room. Uh, operations dog, room, yeah. Dogs look quite good actually, yeah. They do. I think again the light in the dark kind of helps. Hang on a minute, guys. This is this is Jill having something to do. Yeah, but how come how come she can't even? Why can't she even kill a dog? Oh, she can't. 
She can't. She can't kill anything in this film, honestly. Except the for man some Nick Yeah, he is a gives, good guy. She gives him a flirty smile, doesn't she? <laughs> yeah, a little bit. That is a cheesy line. Stay. Well, she smiles because he says he's. Uh... Yeah, sort of freelance. Freelance. <laughs> yeah, freelance. You're not with Umbrella. You get a smile from Joe Valentine. There you go, Jennifer. And he dies for and... it. Yep. <laughs> oh, man. Got this bitch. <laughs> I've got this bitch. <laughs> his accent is not great. Oh, shit. <laughs> really? <laughs> and like that is gone. Good work, Jill. Not only can you not kill people, you get other people killed. Oh no! Wait, another another fantastic moment of of not being able to do anything is coming up right here. <laughs> I can't contain myself. <laughs> <laughs> you can cut this out, Nick. Oh no! Really cut it out. We don't cut it out. No, this is live. Quite very this is, this traumatic. is two moments where she's had to reach for an object on the least. True. All she does? Very true. She was useful there, wasn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I have to say the dog. The dogs do look significantly better than they did in the first film. Yeah. And I think the actual the actual cuts that they use, as you said, the did lighting. The uh, wait, wait, wait! You ready for it? Uh, Re three dodge. Re three yeah. dodge right there. And obviously, you can blow up the restaurant in that. You do? When the nemesis is after you. God, they're yep. just throwing these references at us. <laughs> <laughs> I feel, I feel, I don't know. I wonder if they were in the script or if they were just added because a lot of them are visual more than context other than this one. Nick, Nick have you played Resident Evil? Uh, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Grady's in, everybody. Grady's in, yep. Yeah, here we go. Weapons. Here comes. Oh my God! Alice saving the day. Uh, with the cigarette. Even though up because until she point, because she knew that the windows were going to bust open with the dogs. <laughs> or sorry, at this point, she, she wasn't smoking at any point up until this movie. Jill was, and for some reason, all of a sudden, she's smoking just conveniently. I was going to say, does she have a cigarette in any of the other films? No. No, it's just a plot device at this particular point. She fancied a quick, quick ciggy. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. I was going to say. I'm sure. Uh, Miller Jovovich was actually a smoker anyway. Yes. Uh, yes. In short, I have played Resident Evil Three many, many times. So <laughs> just can't remember it clearly. It's just the graveyard bit. I just don't remember graves. Jill Zero, Alice Three. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, this is—it's it's really depressing. It's really depressing. <laughs> yeah, the more you think, the more you think about it, it is kind of depressing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I, I'm going to set this up just because we have to talk about this right now. With the whole, so they've got the girl, and they're going to save the girl, and then the girl disappears, and we never see. Her again. <laughs> yeah, there's an explanation for that in the novelization. <laughs> yeah, but they don't cover that in the movies and the novels the novels really count or is it based I think the novels are based usually off the scripts not the I don't know nothing makes sense no. No, novels usually are because they're written in advance so they 
out by the time the film goes. I, I actually read this novel. Script. I think uh, in the month, in the we- yeah. the couple weeks leading up to the film, actually. Yeah, they usually release them around or just before, and they're usually yeah. based off the shoot- shooting script. Mm-hmm. Just Wesker's so. report too. <laughs> Wesker's report too. There you go. So, so guys, pay attention to uh, this origin of the T virus and what it does, and uh, and then just wait for future films. It's not even a biological weapon, is it? Um, no. Well, it's not. It's, it's not meant to be. It well, that, that's not what I'm getting thing. at. But <laughs> I thought it was makeup. <laughs> oh, you're talking about you're talking about the teaser trailer. <laughs> the, teaser- I yeah. the teaser trailer was really awesome. I, I I really have a big thing about teaser trailers or trailers in general that go outside of the realms of making a trailer for a movie that is just about the movie if you do something that's kind of quirky and interesting I really like it. it's like the Terminator 2 one where they show you the robotic line of the T-800s being built oh yeah like that's a really good one as well like stuff like that with having a fake umbrella commercial that turns that eventually turns the uh, users into zombies is kind of a cool concept yeah and the other interesting thing about it is it doesn't use any footage from this movie it has unique footage shot for the teaser and some flashback footage from the first film oh that's true yeah it's not till the next trailer that they show you know the actual film it's a really good teaser trailer is anyone else concerned we've not heard from uh, George Trevor Uh, look Carlos is smoking now (laughs) everybody smokes in this film George has gone completely quiet he doesn't want to say anything no my head is can you hear me? Yeah, 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 yeah. obviously Absolutely. so engrossed. <laughs> Are you enjoying yourself? Have you, has it killed you yet? You know, I I had to go out before. I th- um, I don't even know if I'm even. I'm trying to work out from at the same point as you guys. I'm on an hour, an hour and three minutes. My head of you. A little bit. A little bit. You need to be about an hour, uh, fifty-seven yeah. minutes. I, I'm at an hour one. So you're about two minutes ahead. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'll just go back a bit. They've just. Yeah, like we're, we're just. I, I'm. I'm just seeing Ashford's uh, just got busted by Umbrella Man. Kane. Kane. What is Creature Kane? Yeah. Kane. Timothy Kane, Major Kane. He does get a lot of thankless roles in movies, Creature too, because he ends up. What was it? Uh, Age of Ultra. <clears throat> Like all of about five minutes. Oh, King Kong. Who was in Age of Ultron? I don't remember. Yeah, he's uh, he's the head of the Hydra um, scientists. He's got no hair. He's bald. Oh. Okay. He's only he's only in it for like the first five minutes. He runs off. He leaves the other guy to die, and he runs off to catch him anyway. Gotcha. That's that's chemistry, ladies and gentlemen, between Miljokovic and. and Carlos yeah. yeah literally th- through an injection and figuratively <laughs> <laughs> through romance okay so this is what they're talking about the the T-virus you were talking about before so it's like keeping stuff in check is that what you were trying to imply before but it's not contagious because they're self-injecting which makes no sense because no. so right now this this virus is in the, in, the, in the original the virus became airborne original contact when it was thrown and exposed it was the airborne it's obviously also contacted through bites but if you inject it into your bloodstream it's not contagious and it doesn't impact you the same as 
Yeah, that is ridiculous. That is ridiculous. It's weird. It doesn't make any sense. Now, so this is the big Alice is now doing this. She's now doing the narration in the scene that we saw in the beginning of the film. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now this is um, the, and the also, big final scene. On top of it, there's sorry, uh, and on top of it, there's also an anti T virus which we saw in the first movie as well, which is never mentioned again. I don't think. Mm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, this is this is the big uh, leading up to the big kind of final scene, and this this is Toronto Town Hall or City Hall, have should you, I say? Have, have you been there, Nick? In your visit, did you? <laughs> did, did I sit there? No, no, but um, it. Did it make the news? I think she hurt herself <clears throat> d- doing this I think there's stunt. A stunt. There's a stunt person who does like most of, it, and they replaced her face with CG, and then she only did like the last hundred. Still at the last, yeah, something like that. You're right. I think she was interviewed on right. BBC Breakfast about this. Did she run that, to the ground? Or Alexander like... Witt. Alexander Witt cameo here, guys. Oh, that's awesome. Yep. Oh, yeah, it is too. Yeah, and punched punched out the director. (laughs) (laughs) So that's a green screen. That's not real. That's green. Right. This is the stunt double with her face on. Yeah, that's the stunt double with her face uh, put on her. Also stunt double. Now this shot coming up here. This is actually Mila doing the last. Yeah, that's her. her, Yeah. Um, John will be really pleased with the uh, moment here from his favorite (laughs) game. <laughs> We're getting close to it. We're getting close to it. Yes. yes it's actually are. when you actually think about like if that, that it's just not even humanly possible, is it? You, you you'd be going if down. If you're Jill Valentine, it's humanly possible. <laughs> or, or Claire. Well, are we talking? Are we talking about the yeah. helicopter? Yeah. yeah. No, no Sorry, I'm talking I'm about just... the Code Veronica pistol drop. Oh yeah. Oh, well, she. Drops faster than a metal gun. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that one. What's the commander? I'm trying to read the thing on the Riley something. Think if there's any references to anything with her. The pilot as well. I can't read. Carmody. Oh, that's a producer. Here comes everybody else being useless. Because <laughs> Alice did everything for them. That's right. I'm just Except a- for that. Oh yeah, and there's Ian Glenn. I'm just at the flashback bit, so I'll wait for you guys. <laughs> just seen Ian Glenn. Jill has come full circle at this point. By the way, she is now uh, carrying a Beretta as a firearm. Oh, oh, nice. She's also an NPC background character. Here's <laughs> <laughs> oh, a flashback. Yes, back. cool. Thank you. We're on the shot of her face looking confused, and there's. England. It's J- it's Jason Isaacs. I mean, Doctor Isaacs. Doctor Doctor Isaacs. Yeah, Doctor. It, it was Isaacs, Jason yeah. Isaacs in the first film, and now it's well, hey, Doctor no, Isaacs Jason, in this one. <laughs> but yeah, Jason Isaacs was playing Burke, and that was who it was supposed to be. Yeah. The... Right. Yeah. Uh, stealing his ride. I wonder if this um, you know, this idea of turning Matt into the nemesis birthed from the fact that. When Resident Evil Three came out, so many people were certain that the nemesis was a character we knew. Oh, it's Rebecca, wasn't it? It's almost sure. Yeah. Wasn't it? I'm sure that's probably the idea. But then the irony of it is, in this case, the uh, what's his name, Eric Mabius, Mabius didn't yeah. want to come. Yeah, didn't want to come come back. 
And I, I never got the impression it was ever him ever, anywhere. I don't feel he acted it to give the there, impression. There was, right. was going to be there was going to be some idea of him being back so that they could show him before he became fully the nemesis and like flashbacks or like a other bit of the story before he fully changed. But mm-hmm. completely, it would have been completely unnecessary the way this. At this point, Thomas Crushman started smiling, so I reckon between the earlier part of the movie and this part, we'd probably just sign the dotted line on King Kong. Received <laughs> <laughs> a substantial paycheck. Out of that, or he smoked yeah. some weed to get through plane. the rest of the process. <laughs> and, a, and a plane ticket to get to New Zealand to film. Yeah. But it looks like he's having a lot better time with it now. Maybe it was his last day of shooting, and he was thinking, thank God. <laughs> Would have been a good Wesker. He's got Daddy, a look Daddy, yeah. No. yeah, he just killed. He just killed a level ten executive. He's like I can say, he's a super actor. They're, Sienna's there trying not to shiver because it's like freezing out. <laughs> I, I, sorry, can I just? I don't get that point of that. Uh, he just look, did, he shot, too, but it's a yeah, heat wave. He shot, he, sh- he shot, and you can see people's breath a lot in the movie too. Um, mm-hmm. He shot the level ten executive, and then makes the point about how he doesn't even care about the other people that were actually friends with. Him. I would have just shot one of the friends. Mm-hmm. Makes well, the same point. He, he he was saying he was saying how important you know he seemed to the company. Yeah. That's why. But, but he's still trying to motivate her. It was like you could just shoot any of them; it wouldn't have made any difference. Mm-hmm. Still gonna still gonna end up with the same consequence. But it had to be the father of the little girl to motivate Alice, Rob. This is this is the moment where the film series just <laughs> completely lost it forever for me. And this yep. was the point in no return. Watching the someone hand hand by the nemesis. Yeah. This is this is where uh, Anderson was like, uh, I just rewatched Mortal Kombat. You know what? I got a great idea. <laughs> and this is this is where the nemesis looks. Just a man in a rubber suit. At no point yeah. does yes. does does it look like that is skin, that is flesh. Yeah, that's I think, true. I think they could do a lot better job nowadays of making that look like, you know, that he, he's been experimented on. They could do a better job back in the day. I mean, if you watch things something like, you know, the Turtles movie, the nineteen ninety Turtles movie, you know, they were massive Jim Henson rubber suits, and they yeah, were they were real heavy. Made this work. The, the issue comes to the idea as well, going back to how this is framed. The idea of him even having to put together this like hand to hand fight again goes back to the fact that they said they couldn't do the tentacles justified because obviously, if that was the case, they would be out and that would be what she'd be dealing with. And didn't, didn't they say that those are actually steel steel tubes on the Nemesis? I think as so. The, the costume was costume is really really heavy, so yeah, so probably it is, but. Um, but I don't know if they ever said steel tubes. They definitely said it was. There's no tentacles in it. He's he's swinging a piece of metal at Alice, and so she she was swinging a piece of metal back. Oh, that that uh, that piece that was sticking out was horizontal. It's now vertical. <laughs> and uh, and before it was short, and then it was longer, and then it was shorter again, and it's long. <laughs> some good continuity there such an awful scene it is a terrible scene you know, we're trying to elect uh, empathy you're, you're for a character that you may not even 
it's yeah. going to be um, something ridiculous like Eric Mabius would have been paid more for this flashback than probably the entire salary of the first probably it's possible yeah for all the, the use of all the photos and flashbacks throughout the movie would you have got paid for them? yeah, yeah they cut in Michael Bean famously got paid more for one image of his face in Alien 3 than he did his entire salary of Aliens. Huh. Really? Oh, that's so interesting. Wasn't he going to sue or something like that? I think originally, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, and same with Crispin Glover in uh, Bet Future 2. He did sue because they used his image. That's what changed the the lore of it. Oh, God, it is Mortal Kombat. Yep, it is. He doesn't, the, he doesn't have the panache of Carrie Tagawa though to say that. Uh, <laughs> Alice, Alice wins for this victory. <laughs> Actually, it's funny that I remember when I went and saw the second Underworld movie, and the the, the end of that, the um, Kate Beckinsale's character kicks someone into a helicopter blade, mm. and I remember thinking, "Oh my god, it's like Mortal Kombat." <laughs> it's a terrible film. Well, they came out around the same. These two, this and the Underworld franchise, got very much pinned together for a while. They did. Both yeah. Sony screen gems. I, I really quite like the first Underworld, but I, just, I did like the first one as well. Yeah. So Second one was just. I really watched the Kate Beckinsale in anything. Well, that's true. Then they replaced her with the with the with the poor woman's Kate Beckinsale, Rona Mitra. <laughs> yeah. And if Kate Beckinsale doesn't take a role, Rona Mitra gets it. We're really going off tangent, aren't we? We are. Well, it's, it's because oh, yeah. we know what, we know what's coming. Well, we have to distract ourselves from the pain. There was a lot of dialogue there for a lot of nothing. I was reading. <laughs> and th- this was my quiz. As I said, you look, you see the nemesis eye. They focus on the eye to kind of hint that oh, he is still kind of human. He's still got Matt's memory, but it's the wrong eye. No way is that Matt's eye. It just mm. looks all wrong. There's no not enough emotion in that single eye. Oh, there we go. Here comes the famous line. My favourite line in the film. What's your favourite line next? Oh, I don't, well, oh. they're trying to take off in the helicopter. Uh, so it's coming. You're ahead of us. Oh, no, we haven't got there yet. We haven't got there yet. Ah, uh, okay. No. I would say it, but it could be uh, construed as being cultural appropriation. I'll Take wait until we, I get, get guess what it is. Drive a Cadillac. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, that's not, you're, you're referencing something that's coming up, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> we know what you mean. We know what you mean. No, we wait for the... Beretta firing gel. She actually took some guys out, that's pretty good. Yeah. It's better than the rest of the movie. She's better with moving human targets. <laughs> there it is. You know, in the outtake, he says, why have we taken off? And then Mike Epps turns to him and looks for a second. He's like, because I forgot what the fuck I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> you forgot his line. Here it comes. Here comes Code Veronica. Here, here comes not Code Veronica. All you Code Veronica fans, I hope you're pleased with yourselves. I mean, what? <laughs> Fucking hell is this shit? <laughs> Again, that's 
based the entire movie franchise off the Code Runica intro. Interesting thing, did you know that the uh, the shots here are actually stunt with the face CG'd over the top? Yes. Oh, yeah, I can tell, that. actually. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not actually that bad. Isn't it? Uh, time. It just looked uncanny valley sort of thing. It wasn't bad. Right. But... Here we go. Very good. We're seeing as uh, we've just fair, watched. To be fair, her way of doing it is more believable than the way it is. Cavern. And she drops to her side rather than straight down. That's true. We've just been it's watching, not, watching not, Sean do Coveronica on his stream yesterday. So it's all fresh in my mind. Which I've got to do again. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck's happened oh, to this film? The first hour was alright. <laughs> <laughs> and then the, and then the Nemesis blew up two helicopters with one rocket, and then gets empowered by the helicopter. Can, I, I can literally feel John's sanity leaving <laughs> through <laughs> this movie. Feel the light. The missile. Oh, here's, here's some more Resident Evil 3 references. Ah. Uh. The nemesis can burst through anything. You know, it's basically a human wrecking ball, but a helicopter pins him to the ground. Yeah, and Alice gets somewhat struck by a piece of metal, but not really. But enough to take her out. It took her out because it actually broke her, you know, broke her head open. And that means that you're really hurt. Uh, Yes. (laughs) We're really tearing this apart, aren't we? (laughs) Yeah, it could be worse. There's could worse be. To come. It, just, it will just, get worse. It's just a zero. You know, once it hits I, that sort of hour mark, it just it, 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 it's like a different movie altogether. It's even like more incompetently filmed. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Look, look, there, there. Look, he just got passed off to Alice. <laughs> Jill's useless again. <laughs> yeah. Alice gets to decide what to do with him. Yeah. Yeah, she's just been knocked out five minutes. Five minutes ago, she should be resting. <laughs> Killing me won't solve anything. No, but it start. Is <laughs> <laughs> this the deep rising uh, cliche moment? Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it's it's a direct lift from the West Studio scene. Deep rising. Oh. Ashford, obviously, that gets to come and bite him just for that extra. Why not? Why sense not? of irony. Chin Jared Harris in Chernobyl, how awesome he is. And when I'm watching this, it's just painful. Yeah. <laughs> it's terrible. It's how, wait, how is that gun empty? The slide was bad. Yeah, I know. How many movies do that, though? And even, I think the. That's true. Guilty That's of true. it. Oh, that's a movie. That's a good job. The shot with the shadow before with the zombies walking in two different directions was quite cool too. That's a good shot. Yeah. We've already seen the missile go over, so it's taken quite a long time. <laughs> so this is literally <laughs> the centre of the city. Like that missile went over ages ago. Nope. Nope. I'm telling you, man, it's supposed to be giant raccoon city. It's how we got operation. Yeah, that's not a bad special effect, actually. Nah, it's no shot. Oh, is that an outbreak shot? <laughs> <laughs> the missile already went over in one of the other shots. I, just remember, uh, right I just remember seeing the sea. I don't know why they... 
That's didn't cool. remove the sea, indicating that Raccoon City is on on the coast, or well, near a lake at least. Oh, it could be, yeah, cause which is can... ironic because in the map earlier on there was no waterways around. Well, that, 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 yeah. In the uh, be the map. No. Oh, and crash. Getting hit again. That's Alice's other other uh, great feat is that she gets hit by stuff a lot. <laughs> she does, yeah. She's really good at that, eh? Alright, so we are now approaching the kind of end sequence, the end uh, teaser point for film three. And this is where I feel the film uh, no longer met the continuity of the games. This is where you felt. This is where you felt. This is this is like the first movie when we got to that point, and you made some comment. We were like, "Really? This is the point at which you lo the movie lost you?" Yeah, Arclay, Ma Arclay Mountains. Ian, Ian Glenn just has so much screen presence. It's it's unbelievable. By the end of this he, series, he, he, he definitely he wasn't burning it in. Yeah, well, by the end of this series, you could tell he was just completely having fun with the role. Definitely. Well, even in the next movie, and the third movie, even then, he, that, um, that's, he just hammed it up, man. He's he's amazing in the first Tomb Raider movie. Yeah, he is too. Very he good. has one of he has one of the best voices I've ever heard in my yeah. life. And I don't watch Game of Thrones, but I understand he's he's brilliant in Game of Thrones. It's worth he's... watching it just for him. Yeah. Yeah. He's oh fantastic. no, is Alice dead? What <laughs> will the rest of them do? She should have. She should have left... been dead. And we left um. Yeah, you know, Carlos with a bite, so he's still infected. I don't think he got. I think I. I uh, they cured him. They gave him the antivirus. That's yeah. right. And the antivirus. I forgot about this. As I was saying, the antivirus is no no longer mentioned. I think he enough. I like this hint, hint that it was a bit of a nuclear meltdown kind of. Cover, yeah, well, they said talked about a cover. They talked about it earlier on. Yeah, it was going to be a cover story. Yeah, don't like they that. don't they write, don't they retcon that into like uh, one of the main games? Or is it like Operation Raccoon City? Don't they don't they even talk about it in the some point further on? Uh, no, in the in Resident Evil in in the original Resident Evil Three, they already kind of um, say this anyway because there's a news report thing in the credits. Yeah, but they but they uh, they just said that it was the government that decided to. But it's uh, under the same pre, it's under the same pretense that essentially it was, it was a no choice through something right. else. They don't right. say what the actual reason for the bomb was. Exactly. So yeah. Expanded expanded on that idea. Mm -hmm. Alice's story just literally ends in exactly the same place as the first movie did. Yes. Yeah, so this. Uh, yes. Pretty except much. we actually have it. Except we we have it. We actually have an Isaac's character. But she is nude again, which she obviously likes to do. <laughs> I remember. Uh, uh, I'm, uh, I'm, oh, are you about to say the same thing as me, Rob? About the the, the, the you, if you were committed, you'd show both nipples. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I remember the that Anderson quote. Shows one nipple, and then somebody said, "If you're really committed, show Anderson, both nipples." Anderson. Anderson. Yeah, you're, yeah, if you're really committed, you'd be you at the time. Uh, not in the first, or not during the commentary on the first one. I think it's on the first commentary in the first movie. Yeah. I tell you, I just had flashbacks here. The uh, the shot of Ian Glenn looking into the tank. That was um, oh, just so you can see Ian Glenn in a kind of slight of Mila's face. That was my uh, Windows wallpaper for a long time. That was... My, my desktop why? wallpaper... I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, it's just <laughs> taking me back. I, I totally forgot about it, and I was like, oh my god, it's my computer. And, 
Nick. Yeah. That well, that's funny. My, my Windows wallpaper was uh, Jill in the RPG pointing the gun. I just wanted to hear what Sean was about to say. Sorry. Oh, sorry, Sean. Go ahead. No, I was just saying, learning new things about. Nick's admiration for the, this material is, is extraordinary. I, ha- I, I, I had a big Resident Evil Apocalypse poster on my wall when I was at student halls. And everyone oh. who walked in went, wow, that's sad. It may explain why I was single for the first year. <laughs> <laughs> and the second, and possibly the third. <laughs> My wallpaper was Jill. It's not in the film, per se, but it's a shot of Jill. She's got the sweater tied around her waist. It's the RPD shot. She's pointing the gun. There's people in the background. She's kind of in the center of the frame. That was my wallpaper. It's like a shot from the... I don't know if it's a promo shot or what. But. So I'm just going to interrupt you. This is, this is uh, Miller Jovovich being uh, Lilu again. Yes. Right. As you said, it's basically exactly the same ending as the first film. Except she's a little bit more wonky, and she gets to remember a name which she didn't in the original. Yes, so. and it goes a bit more <laughs> science fictiony. Well, we get some flashbacks to the first movie that make no sense to people watching <clears throat> this movie who don't remember the first. My name is Alexia Ashford. <laughs> it was supposed to be Alice Abernethy, I think. That's right, yeah. That's in the novels, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And the press materials. I remember reading the um, press notes. Came out in that as well. Oh, uh, okay. Did they say that her name was like Yanis Prospero or something? Or that's, that was her that alien? That was in the, the first one, yeah. Again, press notes. Was a cover was supposed to be that was supposed to be the cover name. Then the Alice name is supposed to be a cover name, and it's not actually a name. Um, yeah, oh, this is where she gets like a telekinesis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This this guy right here was the stunt coordinator. Oh, very nice. Yep, that's right. They started implying that everyone has a T virus, and then she gets the telekinesis that makes this guy's brain bleed, and everyone else. It's weird. She yeah. she just gets all of Wesker's powers with the T virus. Yeah, she even got Wesker's Resident Evil Zero power there. Yeah. yeah, this was the the main stuff. point that it lost me in the series. This was the this ending meant I wasn't excited about Extinction. And then they immediately almost forget that she has the power. Yep. Yeah. Oh and yeah. Like give her a bunch of other ones and see. This is a bit silly. Considering we just saw her kill one dude. The deleted scene obvious. of this is actually the ending in the book. Yeah, again, so it's actually they're working off the film script, they, which is she just walks out. Eh? So, are they actually in disguise as Umbrella operatives, or are they actually employed by Umbrella now? They're uh, in disguise. disguise. In, even though their yeah. face was all over the fucking news. Literally <laughs> yeah. 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 Makes no sense. Need a black suit and a little umbrella lapel. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and a black foil drive. And a black foil drive that matches all the other ones they have with no logos. Did they even know she was still alive to come back and get her? Why? How? Anything? <laughs> and at this and at this point, is it? Oh, hasn't the world been ravaged by the T virus? No, 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 no. that's yet to that's yet to happen. We don't see that happen. 
Yeah, that's that's the next film, Nick. I know. A big jump in uh, continuity. Oh, but the, but the twist is that Project Alice has been activated, but that doesn't make any sense by the <laughs> either. I remember how this ends. It's a terrible shot of her eye turning. Correct. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it's the oh, nemesis wow. overlay. Yeah, that, that was a scary. That was a scary shot right there of her. Them go. Still block it in without thinking of Jorah Mormont now. <laughs> <laughs> So the implication is that she, the pro- program Alice is activated and then she goes to kill... Oh, look, she's got blue vision now. Yep. Yeah. Numbers. Yeah. She kills the little girl, doesn't she? She yeah. kills Angela, yeah. At least in the novels. Blaine. Does she? Off but... screen, then? Off screen. It's not yeah, screen, well, yeah. yeah. Well, that was going to be the next... Uh, that was going to be the next film. Uh, but uh, Sienna got... Conflicted with filming Aragon. That's right, yeah. And she didn't return, so they got Allie Larder to be Claire Redfield. They just kill her off screen. That's just Unofficially, in the books, they kill her off, but the movie never just leaves. She just appears in the universe here again. Right. Well, there's umbrella satellite. There we go, ladies and gentlemen. And then, and then we got Resident Evil Four. With Wesker's umbrella satellite, that so, so let's just get to the point where so they set up this thing with Alice being a program and that she's being manipulated by umbrella, and then by the third movie, completely forget about all that fact. And the planet has somehow been taken over by the virus and has been turned into a desert. Yes, and, and then and then in the film after that, there there is water again, lush greens. And then, yeah, and then <laughs> and. And there's yeah, and then the film after that there's like ice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's, there's many things wrong. There's many things wrong. So that, that does that does finish the film as we are enjoying the the, the credits and all the hardworking folks that have that obviously spent a lot of time and dedication on this special makeup there. Uh, Good production designer. You're product- awesome. Yeah. Kobayashi's name is Oh, Jeff Danner. I remember. Yes, I remember Jeff Danner being the music. I did own the <laughs> soundtrack. <laughs> oh, was, was there one one soundtrack or two soundtracks? Was it like a movie score? There was two. Music? Yes, there was two. There's okay. one with I, with I, songs inspired by the film. So yeah, Road Road Roadrunner oh, sent uh, me Kobayashi. <laughs> yes. Road, yeah, Roadrunner yeah. sent me uh, a copy him, of the soundtrack for the first and the second one, I think. Mm. But there we go. Product of the Umbrella Corporation. This is like... Well, um, as someone who's only ever seen a small chunk of Extinction, I'm quite looking forward to the next one. Uh, well, before we get to that, let's go. Let everyone conclude. What were your? What was everyone's overall thoughts of of of, of this? Uh, start time. We'll start with you. Um, I had a better time with this than the first film. I'll, I'll not lie, but only from the the point of view that like the city scenes in the sort of first act um, are probably some of the closest to the game you will see. Um, and I think Sienna is great up until the point where she gets nothing to do, and then she kind of just disappears from the plot altogether. Um, the final act is atrociously bad, um, <laughs> um, and. 
Yeah, it, mm. it really was. It's tonally so different to the first film that aside from a couple of character connections, it feels like a different franchise altogether, nearly. Which um, is which is what I've always said. A strange beast. These yeah. movies. Yeah, which is always said the first film does have I always have a slight affiliation to the first film because it does feel more Resident Evil than any others. Batman, are you still with us? Are you still alive? I'm just just the first <laughs> It was tolerable but the last twenty minutes was just disgusting. It's <laughs> my take on it. It is painful. Fear. Yeah. Uh, John, so, so, how was um, how was Sienna in HD though? Hey? Lovely, <laughs> lovely. It's a, it's a, it's a shame she was sort was, of sidetracked after this because she does it, have a an extinction in the script and the novel. Yeah, but uh, it was it worth all it. four pounds twenty? <laughs> <laughs> really? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Fair on the shelf, so, Sunny. What was it? you? You were very knowledgeable of this. So you uh, provided us with lots of useful tidbits. Are you happy the way it came out? Um, I liked it when Jill was walking in the church. I liked it when Jill was walking in the kitchen with Angela. I liked it basically when Alice didn't <laughs> didn't do everything that Jill was supposed to do, or was or did do everything Jill was supposed to do. I didn't like that at all. Um, when she wasn't pooching up the screen, huh? Yeah, yeah. It, it, she came in as like the character that just takes care of everything, and everybody becomes useless. I mean, the, the, you literally just you brought Jill and Carlos into this film uh, because they were names, but they got get sidetracked because Alice is the is the token player here. Mm-hmm. So it's 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 hard, you know. It, like I I think the the earlier part of the film, like everybody else says, was uh, was tolerable enough, but it just devolves into. What we're going to see for the rest of the series, basically. Yes, I think it's a, it's a hint of what's going. On. Actually, I have to say, um, the first part of the film was was much better than I remember it being. Actually, so uh, if that's a compliment, they can they can have that one. Uh, Romby. Uh, yeah, same thing. Really, I, production design's really good. The lighting, um, everything. The way it looks is generally really good. There's a few bits and pieces here and there. Um, decisions, obviously, they don't agree with, like the Nemesis. A lot of viewpoint stuff, actually. The the Lickers Nemesis Project Alice at the end is one of weird decisions. Uh, I obviously don't. Ha- I'm not a fan of the maps. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't have. You wouldn't have known. <laughs> you wouldn't have known at all. Wait until wait until we get to after. And when he doesn't have a map, you'll see what I mean. Like honestly, um, it's true. It's totally true. You won't. Oh my god! Someone. Set. Sorry, I'm just watching the. I know someone who's worked on this film. I'm just looking what? at. Oh, I'm just rewinding. Someone who oh. works in Frame Store. So I, I knew my cousin used to work at Frame Store because that's how I nearly got the dog. Uh-huh. Oh. That's how I nearly got the dog, and I've just saw his name. Uh, not my cousin, but uh, his friend, where he nearly got the dog from. I just saw his name crop up. Dan McRae. You, you didn't. You didn't get a post. You got a poster though. Remember this? I get. I got. I got. I got. I got a framed. I got a framed picture telling me that this film was in production. It was limited edition. It's quite cool. He's, he's still there, George. Yes, yeah, yeah, George, right. George. We are. I'm more worried about you, my friend. Uh, are we going to have to call the ambulance for resuscitation? I'm. St- I'm still reading from the fact that Ian Glenn. I didn't know Ian Glenn was in the film. <laughs> he, he's, he's in like three of the six films. <laughs> um, I'm. I'm still reading from the f- fact that Nick. Uh, Nick doesn't appear to have played Resident Evil Three. 
Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I think, yeah, I can see we're all being a bit forgiving of the first hour. I can. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. There's a, yeah, it kept going. There's a few, you know, cool throwbacks, and the, yeah, the production design is really good. It does look really good. You know, the nighttime scenes and the buildings. Um, I, um, I think it was um, Paul, her dad. I've heard a voice actor before mention that Toronto's used a lot in films. It, it doubles is, up yep. in so many cities. Yeah, in so mm, many Toronto films. And Vancouver, yeah, definitely the top two. But I just, you know, and actually, do you, I don't know if you guys agree. I think the actors, the actors actually could have done a very good job with a better, I think, with a much better script. And yeah. I'm just a bit pissed off because mm. the source material they had, I think they could, he could have done a lot more. And the action scenes, sorry, I think a lot of the time I was just speechless. The the action scenes are just <laughs> so out of, taken out of the reality of what is going on at the time. If, if well, I was going to say the, the the fact that everyone went way more quiet in the last twenty twenty five minutes of the movie, just not because <laughs> of, like it just was not as engaging. We were all just kind of were like, oh, it's just meandering to its end. Yeah, it's it's, <laughs> it's, it's just telling. like being bludgeoned over the head by a poor sequence after poor sequence. <laughs> <isn't it? laughs> can, can we can we just take note of the fact that Capcom, who takes who took so much time, at least at this point in, in the franchise, to write so much material and have so much lore and have such a story. With, with this series and they really like endorsed the fact that these films were just going to turn into mindless action fests well they kind of had to the, so the, the the simple fact is they licensed the, the the brand out much more in advance on post street fighter where they had a lot of them crippled the company so they basically just licensed this for cash and I mean, and Paul Anderson gave talks during the making of the first film, and he's completely right. Like he made this comment about turning it, he could turn it into an all singing, all dancing crap fest if he wanted to. And well, that Capcom, debatable, <laughs> but Capcom. But his point was that Capcom couldn't really say anything, and they couldn't. That's literally it. They didn't have any right to it. The fact that he even went and talked to them about any of the movies and that they got got them involved was entirely his choice. He didn't have yeah. to. <clears throat> you know, and so I guess in some ways Capcom were just like, well, if we promote this, it sells games and it gets the brand out there. And you know, I, I equated at one point. I don't know if it would be true, but I would say at one point maybe there would be more people that had seen a Resident Evil movie than had perhaps played the games. And that's Possible. just simply because it's because of the mass media impact. Like the, the the first few movies, especially, not just did better each time with box office. But their DVDs, Blu-rays, all that sort of stuff eventually just sold over. Like they, they were big sellers. Made a lot I mean, of the, money fil- the films probably influenced the direction of the action in the games later on, didn't it? And, and the design, as we're well aware, we're making yeah. throughout the, you know, the movie, but definitely has an impact. The one thing that Capcom has come up short on is ever putting Alice in as a as a character, even as a bonus feature or a you know hidden thing. Uh, which I know annoyed the hell out of Milojevic quite a bit, but you know, like, <laughs> oh well. You know. We got address. Uh, we got address in outbreak. Yeah, it was about that. Was, that was the <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we 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 digress. So um, I hope everyone has enjoyed uh, our <laughs> audio our audio commentary. You've done very well to uh, watch this film again. And if, I you, hope if you're listening to this still, yeah, you're doing <laughs> doing very well indeed. You're doing very well. <laughs> We we lumber on like the uh, rotten corpse that zombies are. <laughs> um, so extinction is obviously film three, which mm. by some is regarded to be the better fi- the better film, singularly. 
uh, than 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 the rest. So um, Sean's only seen a bit of it. I've not seen it for a long time, uh, and so forth. So we shall join you again when we get to extinction, and hopefully we'll also start treading back the canon path as well uh, with degeneration as well. So we can all look forward to that. So thank you very much for listening to our audio commentary. We hope you enjoyed it. It is goodbye for me, Neptune. Bye from me, Batman. Goodbye from me, Stars Tyrant. Goodbye from me, Rombie. Goodbye from me, George Trevor. Goodbye from me, Sonny Bauer.